Some big changes are coming to the Mac hardware, and let's admit it, you know you're excited about the rumors of a new iPod Touch. Plus, iPhones, bad guys, and more on this episode of the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola, here with Life Johnson and Jason Cross. Hello. So there was some news this morning, we're recording this on Wednesday iPhones are never used by bad guys in the movies. That's according to director Ryan Johnson. He did a little thing doing some commentary on a recent movie. Do you guys remember which movie it was? Knives Out. Knives Out. And he happened to bring up that some of the conditions that Apple sets when you want to use iPhones in a movie, and it turns out that one of those conditions is that Villains never get to use iPhones. On, on screen. On screen, can't right. can't show them using an iPhone. <laughs> I had wondered about that. And when I watched that movie and I saw him using his, <laughs> I and was they, like, yeah, he right. wouldn't be using that phone. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, it's like that way you know if, if it's a mystery or something and you're trying to figure out who the bad guy is. It's like, who do they never show yeah. the phone on screen? It's always cut from like the right. chest up while he's looking down using or he's got that's the one guy with an android phone yeah. Yeah, i gotta wonder how they approach this on apple tv plus <laughs> but, you know that's interesting because like everybody oh, just uses an yeah. iphone the like, interesting thing is I, I haven't i didn't notice about the phones but i did notice that they are much more open with like pcs and stuff and they have to be mythic quest yeah because mythic yeah, have, quest mm, yeah you have razors and stuff right, yeah. right. Uh, uh, yeah, Razor's a big sponsor. Yes. Uh, clearly a big sponsor <laughs> of that show. Because um, they have Razor laptops and headphones and everything. Um, but like things like the morning show where you have people who are... I mean, there's some moral ambiguity, but you have people who are clearly like... Right. Not v- villains, but like not good people. The, uh, protag- or antagonists. Yeah, antagonists, or at least for a few episodes or whatever. And it's like, they're definitely using iPhones. Right. Mm, and everyone's right. got a Mac. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> which is probably pretty true to a lot of like newsrooms and writers' right. rooms right. and stuff and that like that. Field, yes. But it didn't, it doesn't feel like a Mac ad. But <laughs> it's, yeah. but yeah. But yeah, I, I distinctly, when I was watching that, watching uh, his character, Chris Evans' character, and it was like, yeah, he would be that guy using that phone. <laughs> now, now, of course, uh, I don't think Apple can stop. Like, this is when they're sponsoring or supplying hardware or whatever. There's yeah. nothing. They can't stop any director from just, like, buying phones right. as props and using them. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. This is when Apple's part of the production. They set the Yeah, in any conditions. way. Yeah. And yeah, the next time I watch an Apple TV show that's set in the modern era with and involves these phones and computers and stuff, I'm going to be <laughs> looking Yeah, I'm going to look and there. see <laughs> if there's any... You know, if there's like somebody what? mysteriously either not using an iPhone or just always using it off screen yeah, somehow. Right. Yeah. One thing I'll be looking for in the near future is if any uh, anybody on screen is using a ARM-based <laughs> laptop. <laughs> Ming-Ching Kuo came out with a report earlier this week stating that Apple's going to come out with a ARM-based Mac in the first half of 2021. He didn't provide any more details other than... This yeah, yes, for him, that seems kind of... I mean, he's got a different job at a different place now, so it's not always just like my suppliers are telling me that Apple bought a bunch of this part, you know, that's not what he's doing anymore. This was an offhand comment in a report he was doing about the importance of 5 nanometer manufacturing technology 
to Apple. There's been a lot of reports that they're exploring this route, you know, going back to Bloomberg reports and stuff for a couple of years now. It would take a long time for Apple to to do to start this transition and then the transition would take some time so what gets me if you think people are angry about 32 bits or 64 bit just wait until this uh this I would see be a lot of things being not supported anymore yeah oh for sure yeah this would be i think less painful than the power pc to intel switch yeah i, th- I yeah. think so because yeah. i think these days it'd be exactly as painful for third-party devs right. but these days more devs are making more iPad and and yeah. apps and stuff like that iOS that are apps. and iOS apps that are ARM based and a greater percentage of Mac users are kind of just using like the built-in Apple apps and a couple other things. Yeah, the fact that your favorite app isn't supported, you know, as long as there's Chrome and Photoshop and a couple of other things, it's yeah. it's not going to be the the big hurdle it was. With the Intel stuff. The question is whether they would do any kind of emulation of old stuff. Right. That's what I was going to bring up because back in that day when there was the Intel and Motorola transition, they had that Rosetta emulator. And now processors are much faster. So emulation could run really well. Not that it But they also have to emulate faster processors. They also have to, you know, the demands are higher too. Yeah, that's true. It's it's weird. Things like... Like I use IA Writer. If IA Writer, I don't. First of all, I don't think that would be a hard app to make an ARM version of. Yeah. But if they decided not to, I think you could emulate that just fine. Yeah. Like that yeah. performance ceiling isn't really high, but there's a lot of stuff that it is. Yeah. And if you mm-hmm. thought Mac gaming was bad now, just wait. <laughs> if they went That's a really bad. good question. If they yes. went to, to like their own <laughs> ARM architecture, would it be way easier for all of these people making like iOS and Mac games to port? In other words, will we get a lot more games, but not necessarily the games that say right, PC game, right. quote PC gamers. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. And is that just fine for? I mean, laptops. And stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Certainly, things like studio production and stuff. People who rely on Premiere and After Effects and have a lot of weird audio audio interfaces with their own drivers and all this. That stuff. It would take. It's going to take a really long time for any of that stuff to come to ARM. Yeah. So it's not like they suddenly switch the whole Mac line, right? A lot of professionals still need the x86 stuff just for all of their legacy gear that that wouldn't come over. The rumor that's been going around is that Apple would switch the lower end stuff first and then maybe not even switch over the higher end stuff like the Mac Pro or the iMac Pro because, as you pointed out, those apps are so big and heavy that Porting them over is going to take some time. Yeah, it makes sense to me to start at the Air or the the twelve inch MacBook like a that. new MacBook. Yeah, some new MacBook that is a thousand bucks and and gets like crazy battery life. Or yeah. you know, there's other. You have to have other benefits, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't just say like it's got a new processor. You got to have reasons right. like. Right. That people care about, and I must say, a lot of people still use boot camp. Um, I don't. Would that that would work know? anymore? Like, I don't know. A lot of people that I, I mean, of course like I I'm work, in the I bubble, certain, right? Exactly. That's right. The, yeah. But I don't think a lot of people are really in that bubble and really use boot camp. A large percentage. I think the percentage of people who use it are pretty small. I, I don't know. I would, I would love, want them to try do something exciting with Max. Like, do something exciting and new, and try something different. And they already do. They have those T2 processors in all these Macs, which is technically an ARM processor of a type, and it already does a lot of functions. It's the it's the audio hardware, it's the security hardware, it's the drive controller, and stuff like that. So it's 
they're getting there already. They just need to get that last, your general application processor. I like the idea of keeping it limited. It would almost be almost like a Chromebook approach. It was like, you know that this machine's not going to be doing these types of things and stuff, but it's good for, you know, it, it definitely serves a purpose. And uh, I, could, I could see it being appealing for that. But people who like versatility, and I have to admit I'm one of those people, even though I don't do boot camp a lot. So <laughs> I like knowing that it's possible. I yeah. would I would love to get like a, a, a slim 13-inch new Mac that has an ARM processor if it had like crazy battery life yeah. and had sort of all the stuff I, I do with OS ten today, which is like I need Chrome, I need a handful of like lightweight apps and Photoshop and everything else is just an Apple app that which you would assume would come over. Getting ahead of myself here, but the, the thing I could see being an issue with doing the lower end as ARM would be the more casual users who don't even know that ARM is coming. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, they don't understand they that. Up. They don't understand all this. Yeah, if they have a yeah. five-year-old Mac and they don't right. know why the new Mac they just bought doesn't run their old yeah. program. Yeah, that makes up a larger part of the segment for those particular machines. You can see that being an issue. Yeah. And so Apple's going to have to come out with some marketing, come out with a way to educate those yeah. users on that, on those particular Technology. I'd personally love to see them. They've been on OS 10 something forever, and I'd love to see them when this with the switched arm make OS 11. I could see or, that, or yeah. a new branded OS yeah. that has some visual distinctive difference to OS 10 yeah. that makes it obvious. Like this is the new Mac, right? right? This is something different. OS 10 still exists, and they keep plugging along with it for all the x86 things and the Mac Pros and stuff like that, but they've got this other thing for consumers who want to use computers that are not, quote, professionals. Well, see, the thing that gets me, okay, it's like you were saying, they're going to have to wait to market this. They can do all the marketing they want in the world, and Taika Waititi is going to go up on stage and say, whoa, look what they did to those MacBooks, yeah. And it was like, yeah, it was like, oh, you can't say, oh, there's actually two things and stuff. I see it as being a disaster. Oh, no. Some less exciting upgrades could be happening really soon, especially to the 13-inch MacBook Pro. There's rumors that they will be upgraded to Intel's 10th generation Ice Lake processors, which is kind of due. It's due because, you know, yeah. the 16-inch came out and the 13-inch hasn't been upgraded yet. Well, the big question is, is it going to have the new scissor switch keyboard? Yeah, it, this, yeah. Is, this is the time to put the new keyboard in. Yeah. There's other things I'd like to see them do that I bet they're not going to do, but the, if, you if, could do the keyboard. You could even say that people don't actually care about the processor <laughs> upgrades. It's like the processor being 10% faster or whatever is really yeah. not going to do anything for me. Right. And, and that's that's, what this is why they be. don't make a big deal about it. They yeah. just kind of do it. Spring is in the air, or at least it will be soon, and you know what that means, new Apple products. There have been rumors that Apple will be holding an event on March 31st. What will happen at that event? So there was a leak, kind of, of sorts, <laughs> based on a product database that retailer Target keeps, and it had some mysteriously sounding Apple products on it. Yep. They were all called like what Gen X something yeah something X and yeah. stuff and you know they could be placeholders for upcoming stuff they could be guesses but usually they don't these don't come from nowhere right from from right. nothing so yeah and one of those products was 
was it AirPods Gen X? Yes. Generation. Oh. Yep. Yeah. So now the theory is that those that product will be new over the ear headphones from Apple, kind of expanding on the they AirPods were line. Like four hundred bucks or something yes, in the database. Yeah. But of course, these these prices are all placeholders and stuff. Like yeah. even Target doesn't know until Apple tells them close to the yeah. release and stuff. They better come in in another color than white. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, or at least... We talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. White with the big Apple logos on yeah. each of the cans. You know what? Even, even white would be okay if it was a matte white, but the glossy yeah. white of AirPods just uh, for big cans is is a hard pass for me. What would be funny is if like they made it in a way so that it looked like the AirPods. Put big old stems yeah, on it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what, yeah, that's what I was getting to. Yeah, no... Hopefully not. <laughs> I I would love to see what Apple does in a set of high end over the ear air uh, yeah. over the ear headphones. That's not um, that's not Beats. Like what what's different from Beats? That's the question I have. Studio what, Pro headphones. What that? would they do that make it different from what's available from Beats? Yeah, I mean I mean different engineering, like different drivers and all that yeah. stuff. There can be differences, but. It, they, are they going to justify having this other set of Apple headphones? Yeah. Yes. Need to make some phenomenal uh, noise canceling too. Hopefully. Yeah, certainly the noise canceling, which they've already started to do in some of the Beats headphones, yeah. the same stuff. But you, of course, over the ear helps a lot. It can be better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like you know, when I use my Bose ones, it's just a massive difference from my AirPods Pro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another product that was in this list was an Apple TV. The Apple TV Gen X, as it was called, and what was can't wait for the Apple TV Millennial. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and it was what one seventy nine or something. I, or was it one seventy nine, one ninety nine, or was it just one price? It's, one, it's just one price. Yeah, yes. but like you said, it's it's they're, they're placeholders. placeholders. So, but um, but that makes it sound like it's not a tiny cheap streaming stick. It would be like a, the current. F- 4K yeah. Apple TV, but upgraded. Uh, yeah, it's, I think that's yeah. all it's going to be is a processor bump. Yeah, it's probably just going to be a processor bump. We had a couple of users chime back about what could be included in this new Apple TV, and both Andres Ramirez Silva and at Cup Run Girl want new remotes. Oh, An- yeah. Andres says, uh, that thing sucks. Cup Run Girl says, I hate that remote more than any piece of electronics I've ever bought in my life. Yeah, that remote is like... It's hot it's so, garbage. It's I'm hot sorry. garbage. It makes you wonder how <laughs> Apple thought this was a good idea in the first place. I, I don't like to dunk on Apple, but like even Apple's biggest hardcore fans of decades yeah. are like, this remote is bad. And they're all using a Harmony remote or something. And uh, it just, yeah, it's just really not. It's, it's kind of like with the actual device itself, though. I, I'm kind of worried that it seems like we would have seen some kind of leaks by now if they were going to change it. Right, yeah, you would, well, maybe, yeah. Because it it is a very simple, people aren't watching that stuff like they are an iPad or or an iPhone. Yeah, and and they don't, they're not making accessories like cases and stuff, right? Right. So there's not these, like, third-party vendors relying on. That's true, because the AirPods Pro were just, like, totally, oh, wow, that's what they look like, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, they could come out of nowhere with it, but just just all I care about is the remote. (laughs) Just change the remote. And, And when they change the remote, please... Make the new remote available to people who have an Apple TV and just want to buy make just the remote. Separately. Yeah, yeah, please make it sold separately. Yeah. Just to go back on the on the over-the-ear AirPods, Brandon Magnuson said on Facebook that he's definitely interested in those. He loves his AirPods Pro, but for long-haul flights, 
he doesn't want to worry about charging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Right yeah, there's a market for that. For and, that. and of course, even better noise cancel. Like as much as an Air AirPods Pro help when I fly, mm-hmm. and they do. Uh, my can I prefer my cans. I prefer prefer my Sony cans. Mm-hmm. They just do better better job in not canceling noise. The weirdest product that showed up in this uh, Target thing was a listing for a new iPod Touch Gen X. <laughs> so. In a way, it's not that surprising because it's been what they they update this product like maybe like two or three every right. two or three years. Yeah, they I just was gonna say they won't let that, yeah they won't let it go away. <laughs> they uh, just put a new processor in it and then they. It's a strange product because it's essentially an iPhone with no cellular connectivity. <laughs> I yeah. mean that's that's basically what you get. It's a great thing to give your kids who want a phone to play games and and around and stuff and yeah. you can lock it down and just give them this and they'll be on Wi-Fi and they can't make calls and they I agree with you on that I never see kids with that no. if anything I always Parents just buy a phone they, either they're just a phone or they have an iPad I, I wonder who's who's buying this anymore. exactly in our it, it really made sense in the age when people downloaded music and there are still some core people who are like I have 90 gigs yeah. of music but most people stream now yeah. And it just doesn't make as much yeah. sense in the, that streaming world. Also on the docket, maybe an iPad Pro with an iPhone 11 style camera. That's definitely coming. I don't know if it's going to be at this event, though. Yeah. yeah, it could be. They've announced new iPads all through the years, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like at any time of the year. They've done it at WWDC and stuff. So who knows? This March event, if it happens, it's. There's there's some stuff. There's those some air stuff. tags people keep talking about. Right, like they're apparently coming, but at any time they get, who knows? Like they power. were going to come out last year. Now they're going to come out in the spring <laughs> yeah. or maybe in the fall or you know I don't know. It feels like one of those products that Apple has done, and it's like yeah we'll get to it when we get to it kind of thing. Yeah, you you kind of wonder what the holdup exactly. Is? Like, yeah, like are they tweaking things? Are they waiting for? Does it really require ultra wideband to work? And they're just yeah. like waiting till there's this a certain mass of iPhone 11s out there because it would would need an iPhone 11 or a new or something with ultra wideband yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting spring event if it happens. It hasn't it, been announced yet. <laughs> it's what they usually announce 10 days out or so. Yeah, about 10 yes. days out, so maybe in the next couple of weeks we'll we'll hear something. At the most inconvenient time for setting up flights and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> nobody gets a discount on airfare. You know, you have to wonder if uh, the coronavirus stuff is going to play a point because oh boy. Uh, a lot of sort of conferences and stuff have been either canceled or people have pulled out of them because, just because they don't want a bunch of people from around the world yeah. flying in together and sitting in a room together. Like, yeah. you know. Uh, so you wonder if Apple would do the same thing or would they just say, hey, you know, obey CDC protocols and be careful? Or Apple will hold this event probably in their Steve Jobs uh, auditorium yeah. at Apple Park. And usually Apple does invite international press, mm-hmm. but I could see them possibly not doing it for this event because of the coronavirus. Yeah. So it would only be domestic, U- U.S.-only based media, which would make it a Europe. smaller event. Yeah, maybe. in Europe, maybe. Although it's starting to break out in it's Europe and two right. weeks from now, who knows what happens. So yeah. maybe that's part of what... Maybe that's part of what's going on. And then they just did things like the AirPods Pro where they're just like... Put it on the internet and just yeah, go like, just look, this is it. available now. Yeah. There's no event. So maybe there'll just not be an event. 
Now it's time for our two-minute tip. This tip actually comes from Mr. McIntosh. Be sure to visit the Mr. McIntosh website at mrmacintosh.com. This is a great tip for owners of Macs made since 2016. These new Macs are great, but they are missing something longtime Mac users love, the startup chime. It used to be that when you booted a Mac, you'd hear a to tell you that the computer is up and running. Remember remember they put it in Wally when Wally boots up yes. in the solar <laughs> thing and, and it make the sound? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, you can activate the startup chime now, and it's really easy to do. You need to enter a command in the terminal. Don't worry if you never used a terminal before. It may seem intimidating to use a command line interface, but this is a short command that anyone can perform. Launch terminal, which is located in the utilities folder. Then at the prompt, type in the following. sudo space nvram, that's lowercase. These are all lowercase until you get to this command. Space startup mute equals percentage sign zero zero. And the S and M in startup mute should be capitalized, and that's one word. If you don't get that, that's fine. You can check it on our website. (laughs) Check it on our website. Get look at the visual, you know, (laughs) because you know saying these commands verbally just doesn't do it justice. You you can go to our website. We'll have a link to it. You can copy and paste it. That makes it easy. Totally gonna go do this on my MacBook. I did it this morning, and I was like, yes. It just, it just, it's a happy sound. I don't know why it's. So after you enter the command, hit return, and then you'll be asked to enter your account password, enter that, and then hit return again. And then when you start up your Mac, you'll hear the startup chime. Now, if you want to turn it off, you enter the same command, but instead of zero, zero, you enter zero, one. And once again, these commands are on our website. They're on the mrmacintosh.com website, so check those out. Thanks again to Mr. McIntosh for this tip. Well, Mr. McIntosh is going to have to change his name to Mr. Mac soon. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like, oddly, McIntosh is still used in the Macintosh HD default. Yeah. And that's the only the place drive. they use the whole word Macintosh. Yeah. Do they even use it in their packaging? No. It's Mac. No, it's just Mac. Everything's Mac now. <laughs> I think someone, like, it, it appears on one spot on the whole website, something like that. Un, under the, on, head on the Apple site? Yes. The, the hard drive thing yes. for mm. tips and stuff yeah. where it says Macintosh HD or H, H, HDD. Mac. Yeah, everything's Mac. That does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 687. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. And thanks to Leif Johnson. Thank you. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. Have comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest news and happenings in the world of Apple. See you all next time. 